Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for the Great Hunt. I forgot to do it yesterday and I Good did job. it right today. I'm proud of you. We're getting better. We're getting better. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me, like always, is my co-host and good friend, Steve. Steve! You know, today, I am like Taco a, Tuesday. It Taco is Taco Tuesday, Tuesday, but despite that, I am feeling like a little bundle of potato and cheddar wrapped up inside of a, patri- of a pastry. Taco Tuesday. You can call me. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> you can call me Pierogi Boy. Isn't it great when both the hosts of a podcast just Fuck, that is better. talk over top of each other? Welcome, everyone, to today's episode, chapter twelve. This is a this is a, this is an interesting chapter to talk about, especially going off of our conversation yesterday when we started riffing off Star Wars and we were having a bit of an argument about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this particular episode, it felt like Jedi mm-hmm. training. Now, I want to open up this conversation training. a little bit here. Uh, just wizard training in general, but we get a lot of the. I you're a big magic guy, like from I like my magic. Under, from my understanding, and uh, so throughout this chapter, we get more and more information of how channeling works and how the one power works. Do you believe that the one power has been has taken some inspiration from the force in some way? And and what do you think? Dri- what point? What what forces of the force drives the one power? Tell me, Steve. Talk well, it does seem it it does seem that way. Whether or not I don't know if Robert Jordan was a fan of Star Wars, but chances are, I mean, chances are he was. Most people were back then. When when were these books released? Like nineteen ninety. This one's like. This is like late mid to eight ladies. It mid to same late time I was 80s. released. Well, yeah, I think he's. I think he's definitely a fan. To 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 much hey, less critical you. acclaim. It depends who you ask. <laughs> yeah, it feels like he gets some. He gets some inspiration from the force, and uh, I had a lot of fun with this chapter and just kind of well, delving into uh, or diving into so how the one power works because we haven't seen a lot of that so far. Exists whether or not people are using it. Correct. It's like the force in that it's like tied to everything. Yes. There's side in and side are, and I think everybody can tap into it a little bit, but there are people like the Aes Sedai that can tap into it a little bit more and they can manipulate things because of it. Yeah, we're on the same page. Fuck, I was waiting for like some sort of argument. Usually we usually by this point well, we're fighting about this, something. Things are different today because it's Tuesday. I'm having pierogies, you're having tacos, and I think we're both pretty happy about that. Uh another thing that's happening today. Uh, has nothing to do with the podcast. Is um, it's my anniversary today oh, with wow. my girlfriend. Wow! Boom! 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 And you know how I, I know how we're celebrating? Congratulations! Him? You're podcasting. I'm with you. I'm hanging out <laughs> with you, and she's just outside. And, and I didn't even just a little behind the scenes, everyone. I didn't even want to record today. Um, I do not feel well. I have taint. I have the dark taint right on me. And Will insisted, and it is his anniversary. Wow. Let's, Look, man. Let's check back. Think, let's check I, back in on this on this date in three years. Let's see. Let's wow. Everyone, that'll be a fun little game for us all, won't it? Let's just <laughs> let's just go back, man. I really made a mistake that day. Um, I really should not have recorded. Steve wasn't feeling well. Well, we'll have it recorded. It'll exist forever, so <laughs> we can go back. 
So let's get into this chapter here. So this chapter is all about Egwene, all about Egwene and Nynaeve, and it's a lot of training. Um, the chapter opens up with uh, Egwene. Uh, there's this whole beginning bit with Egwene and Nynaeve, and she gets a, re uh, a revolving door of Aes Sedai coming into their tent. Uh, first starting with the brown Aja Varen, who we've seen a couple times already. Uh, uh, Varen comes in, he's like, oh man, Taco Tuesday, am I right? Yeah. <coughs> I'm a brown Aja. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, you know, I had some, uh, a couple beans. Taco Tuesday, am I right? Varen is a woman. Just, just to clarify. Oh, uh, you know what? I, <laughs> I fucked up a little bit. The chapter doesn't open up with this whole revolving door thing. It starts off with them in Faldera and them getting a little bit more of a fanfare. The first question I have here for you, actually, I might cut this up so it flows a little bit better. But the first question that I have for you is mm -hmm. the Aes Sedai in Faldera seem to be highly respected, highly regarded. Very much. But when you go to Ilion, if you go to Edmunds Field, mm -hmm. if you go anywhere else around the world, the Aes Sedai are not really held to as such a standard. Why do you think the Aes Sedai are held to this standard in uh, Faldera when all around the world they aren't? Well, I think in Faldera they're a little bit more influential in the government and in the workings of the city and, and everything going on, and especially with the Amarillo seat being present. That's going to enforce a different level of, of respect or... Because a lot of people don't even see Aes Sedai in their regular day-to-day, -day, but they hate them. No. Because they know that they're just... Or maybe they don't hate them, but they're very cautious of them. They're very... They don't the tricksters. Want, yeah, they yeah. don't want anything to do with them. They don't want to be involved. And usually they don't have to even make that choice because they're not even coming in contact with them. So I think it's a little easier to ignore, fear, disregard the Aes Sedai in other parts of the world than, say, in Faldera. I just find it interesting. Um, yeah, well, in Faldera is definitely, like, just removed from the rest of the world, and they probably have to see Aes Sedai more often because of all the shit that's happening with the Blight. So they probably have, like, a recurring, like, a revolving door of Aes Sedai going in, like, all right, we're making another campaign into the Blight, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, in all honesty, it's probably explained in Eye of the World, and you and I just don't remember it. Probably, but, but it you just, know, that's part of this podcast. <laughs> you think we're going to remember this? No. Absolutely not. That's why we're going to have to reread all the books once we get to, like, five. Once we get to five, <laughs> we'll just start releasing one-shot episodes for each of the books that we're revisiting. Redux! That's actually not a bad idea. I'd be down to do that. That is some, that's gonna some happen. good quality content. It's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> uh, one thing that I think uh, you and I both misunderstood in a couple chapters ago. So you remember when that guy made his attempt on the ambulance seat's life? <clears throat> Shod an air at her. Yep. And she got nicked. Got nicked. Uh, but ended up killing a guy that's behind her. That guy isn't actually dead. Apparently, he's just off in the wind. So I misread that in that chapter, and I went back, and and it looked like he disappeared, and the person that died was the person who got shot by the arrow, some unnamed red shirt dude. So we don't know who shot the arrow, yep. and that person's still out there, and that person's got the eyes that Rand was seeing when he was like uh, 
run around Faldera trying to figure out a way out. It's almost got to so, be a new character. I don't think it's anyone we've It's got to be before. a new character. I think this person is hot on the heels of this of this troop that's leaving Faldera. All the Aes Sedai and their warders and everything. I really want to think that one of these mysterious characters is Tom. Because Tom's coming back. And I doubt they're just going... I, as much as I joke, and I think it would be funny for them to show up, and he's like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm, pl- I'm playing the open mic at this bar. I've been here. I'm doing uh, the whole Beatles catalog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really, I think there'll be more some sort of like mysterious thing where he's just like fucking people up, nailing mural to the doors, and they're like, who's doing that? And then it's just like, oh, it's your boy Tom. I'm doing that. Ding, da da ding, da 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 ding, ding. <laughs> Playing on his loot. Sort of like almost a Boba Fett sort of thing yeah. in Mandalorian. Like Boba know, Fett, he's just living off. Like Boba Fett with a loot. Mm, you know? Now you're talking. Yeah. Well, what makes you think that Boba Fett doesn't have a loot? I've never, right? I've, we don't know what's I've never, like. I've never seen him with one. That's what makes me think that. I think in the Book of Boba show, we're going to see him do <clears throat> I hope so. Freebird. I hope so. I hope that whole show is just him just playing for his supper. <laughs> That's a, I, I, there hasn't been enough playing for your supper in this book so far. There's a couple of disappointments that I have. Not that I'm saying that the book is bad. I'm actually having quite a, fu- quite a bit of fun. But there are certain things that I was hoping for, and I haven't got it yet. One is bread and cheese. Yep. And we talked one about is, this last one episode. One is bread. The other is cheese. <laughs> the other is cheese. And then there is playing for your supper. And I've said it before. I've said it many times on the podcast. I play in a band, and I love it when people go on tour. I miss tour and I miss going to strange bars and you're not, you don't know the crowd. So you just like, you pull out your best third eye blind. Yep. You know, yep. you test the waters. Superman. And if that goes, and if you, if, if that goes terrible, then you're like, all right, let's, let's go to uh CCR. Let's try some bad moon rising. And if that doesn't work, you're like, oh shit. Oh, quick. Billy Eilish covers. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Quick, 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 quick. And you can learn those on, on learn the those, spot. You can learn those pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, really, really fast. Four chords, baby. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm missing that. Thing. I wish I wish that they did that more in this book. And uh, we're, we're at a point now where everybody's on the road. You know, in the last chapter, we've got Pattern Fan on the road. Matt Perrin, Rand, Loyal, and Inktar. And we know Matt and Perrin can play a mean loot. Or Matt and uh, Matt and uh, Rand can play play a mean loot. Uh, Loyal's probably got some pipes on him, you know. Oh, absolutely, Loyal. If Loyal I probably, leave he probably sounds like uh, he probably sounds like Jim Morrison, you know. Mm. Riders on the storm. This Into is the end. House were born. My only friend. The end. The steadying is like... my home. <laughs> Ogre, we are born. <laughs> you know? Fuck, you're good at that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's real good. Um, so that's a, that's a little bit of a disappointment. But that being said, lots of adventure happening, and I'm I'm actually happy that we do have the people split up again, and we're getting our own storyline with Egwene and Nynaeve and Moraine. And now that they leave Faldera, um, Moraine is not paying a lot of attention to Nynaeve and 
Egwene. She's kind of like aloof. Like not really like yeah, it's kind of fucking with them a little bit. Really like, yeah, they're like, why aren't why why isn't she talking to us? I mean she's talking to us, she's being cordial and being nice and like They're more like I thought she was our over. friend, but are I Sedai friends? Can an I Sedai be your friend? What do I even trust her? She's the only I Sedai I trust, but now I don't even know if I trust her. Yeah. Yeah, we're taken from our home this far, and now she's not even talking to us. And then there's this part, like I started with this podcast with, is when Nynaeve and Egwene go through this revolving door of Aja's, and they're giving them, like, training lessons and kind of interrogating them. So what do you think the point of these of this revolving door of Aja's it means? Is it looking for a mother-type character, you know, a meeting of the moms? Like we said in the Dune mm-hmm. season, meeting of the dads. Might be something like that. I think, personally, it's it's a strategy to kind of test out Egwene and Nynaeve and figure out what color of Asha they are. You know? Because yep. when yep. Varen comes in, Varen comes in and she's like, we're going to do some training. Because Varen is brown Aja. She's all about knowledge. and She's all about getting shit. And beans. Done. Bean burritos. Bean burritos. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Brown Aja. Brown Aja love bean burritos. K- uh, KFC, and then there's a there's a couple green Aja that comes in that come in, and they're like, "Look, guys, we gotta talk about some boys." Yeah, and we and are like, <laughs> looking for boys <laughs> and girths. <laughs> we are down the clown. Anyone who wants to hang out, come back to our tent. I like the description later in the chapter too. When at night, when it was talking about the different tents, and everyone was sort of like in their tents and like. Almost eerily quiet, except the green Aja were hanging outside their tent with the four warders that they brought between them. Just like chilling. Yeah, there's two green there's two green Ajas, and usually there's only one warder, but the green Aja bring two because you know what? They like the party. They like the party. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're constantly saying rocking around the Christmas tree. It's July. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but that's half Christmas. That's half Christmas, and that's important. You gotta stay festive. Because if you're not bringing the festivities, who is? You gotta bring the festivities to your own life. Then you are Noel. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's another thing that happens during this whole thing is um, I think Varen mentions to uh, Nynaeve. She's like, I think you're one of the accepted. And later on the chapter, I can't remember who says it. I think it's the 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 last green Azure, the last Azure that we've talked to, uh, says to Egwene that our last I said I we talked to says to Egwene is like, I think you might be uh, a foreteller or a dreamer, which means that there are even more subsections of I said I like there's I said I. And then mm-hmm. your, there's your different colors mm-hmm. of Aes Sedai. And then there's your different disciplines inside those colors inside of the Aes Sedai. It. So you can be a dreamer. You can be an accepted. You can be a foreteller. Yeah. You can be... A plumber. Uh, a plumber. <laughs> that's, that's, again, that's a brown Aja thing. That's a brown... <laughs> brown Aja. Sometimes, you know, you're a plumber. It's okay. It's a good, it's a good job. <laughs> Someone's got to clean the pipes. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering, yeah, though. Before they even set set up tent, the brown has already got a latrine system, like, ready they to go. They have to. They have to. The best they ones, they know. They're they're in ahead. I was wondering, though, <laughs> like, could you, if if you were bold enough and uh, you really just didn't give a shit, and you're like, I'm going to go start my own color. Bold enough. I'm, I'm going to go start my own color. 
Avaja. Like, oh, hold on. Before, before, you go, before you go any further with that question, do, do you really think I'm bold enough to do anything? Other you're, than first of all, podcast? no. And second of all, you're not a woman, so you're not an Aes Sedai. <laughs> so it does, none of this matters to you. But I'm just saying, like, could an Aes Sedai be like, I'm going to go make the orange. I'm going to go make the orange Aja. No. I mean, isn't it like I think it comes down to a numbers game. You know how like religions are in yeah, you the need states yeah, or yeah, yeah. Canada. It's like starting a, a cult. certain a certain number of people. It's like starting a cult, right? Yeah. You know, just to be recognized, you know, for tax reasons. Yeah, and like once you get enough people, people, you can't be stopped. So you could make so in theory, the yeah. orange Azure could happen. The purple Azure, right? Okay. Are are the are the Azures all? No, is brown a primary color? Like no. I was just thinking, like are all the all the Azures primary colors? But no, brown's not. Brown is a brown's a secondary color or tertiary color or something like that. That's like a combination of yellow and orange. I think so. I think so. Something like that. Mm. So, uh, I think, I think that's a good point to bring up because, you know, in Nynaeve and Egwene, they can just go start their own club. Yeah, they can make the, they can become Cayenne. No. So. What is it? Cyan? Cayenne's a pepper. Isn't it? Cyan's yes. a color. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you texting? No, I'm reading my texting. notes here really quick. To, Don't be reading. To, to move on to the next to, to be to move on to the next point. Look at me. Is this a good What am I doing right I now? I'm just reading a book. That's not good. I'm the next, podcasting. The next thing that I want to talk about is Egwene, after this whole revolving door of moms, she has a bad dream. And before we get into the bad dream, she goes to that eyes to die at the... Everybody, I want to take a second. Steve is rubbing his nips. He's on my camera. He's trying to distract Will. He's trying to distract him by rubbing my areola. So Egwene has this bad dream. Uh, and before we talk about the bad dream, she goes talk to that last eyes to die. I can't remember her name. And she's like, I had a bad dream. And she mentions... Well, it might be all the cold foods that you're eating. Uh-oh. Is is that code for bread and cheese? Here's the thing. Does cold food count? The bread? Okay. We've never had any mention of a bread basket. We've never had any mention of any sort of containment unit for the bread, anything to keep it fresh. But we do know there is bread. Not only is it probably cold, it's probably stale too. But they're still consuming it. Cheese, we know, cold. Almost always. If it's not cold, mm-hmm. it's not it's not well. So there, I think we <laughs> have confirmation that the Aes Sedai have been living off of cold bread and cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bread and cheese. We're taking what we can get, people. We can, we can. We're taking what we can get. Bread, cheese, bad dreams. Baby. Bread, 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 cheese, cheese, <laughs> cheese it. So. Cheese it. So let's talk about this dream. So this dream has a couple of things, and I wrote down uh, what they what what happened in the dream. So there's one thing that uh, Egwene notices. Right, the first first thing is this person wearing a mask, and even though she can't see who is wearing the mask or what's behind the mask, she can tell that they're surprised. And then that person disintegrates, and it looks like it's a. It looks like Ran. She's. She sees Rand and he she he's like curled up in a ball or something like that, or he's laying down and there's this woman hanging over him over him. And she doesn't know who the woman is, but she doesn't get a she doesn't get a good vibe of it. 
Um, and those are there's this those are the two things i want to talk about who do you think this guy with the mask is and who do you think this woman is and what do you think this whole dream means i looked up some dream meanings of what it means when you see a mask on a face in a dream and it's a sign of temporary difficulties and complications and at the same time the mask can that's a that's a huge broad like category of issues that you could have that could be a math problem that could be a divorce well, it, it also, <laughs> the mask on the face could mean worthy protection in reality. Uh, it could mean that you want to hide something from others. So maybe Nynaeve mm. wants to hide the fact that she Egwene. actually has, she wants to hide Egwene. She just wants to get no, rid no, of no. her. No, no, no. Egwene is having, <laughs> Egwene might be, might want to hide something because it's her having the dream. And it might want her, maybe it's her wanting to hide her. Self, her powers, her 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 eyes mm, okay. to nature. Maybe she wants to be a more simple farm girl. I don't this know. guy reminds me. This mask guy reminds me of the Forsaken dude that we saw in Eye of the World. Reminds me of Jim Carrey. Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking. I'll just keep saying that. Smoking. <laughs> That is one spicy meatball. Uh, Why haven't they made the mask? Why haven't they made the mask returns or something? You know, the market (laughs) is primed for it. The market is primed for the mask returns. I hear me. I have hear me out. And you know what? Do you want Hollywood? You can you can you can have this. The mask meets Beetlejuice. Boom. (laughs) Warner Brothers or whoever owns those things, you just made ten million dollars. I mean billion. Yeah, you know, ten million is not a lot of money for them. <laughs> you just made ten billion dollars. The mask meets Beetlejuice, and not versus because it's a team up. It's like Bill and Ted, but it's the mask and Beetlejuice is running around, and the mask is like smoking, and Beetlejuice is like, hey, how's it going? And it's just yeah, okay, okay, I'm with you. It's amazing. It's super <laughs> the most obnoxious movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta get you gotta get both Michael Keaton and Jim Carrey to come back. You and really you do. You re- I'm all for recasting, especially those roles. But for this one, you need both. Yeah, you definitely need both. Like that is that is that is my one rule for this reboot. Um, but that that's a great idea because Beetlejuice, that he can do the Bill and Ted thing and just pop him in different dimensions, right? He can zip him all over, have worms shooting out of his eyes. I think it's great. Some worm stuff. Mm-hmm. Dune on brand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Check out our Dune season. Everybody. Check it out. So- <laughs> soon you'll be soon you'll be able to uh, get the Dune covered on the bottom of uh, bottom of a skateboard. <laughs> you might even get it as a shower curtain. Yeah, you could even get it as a shower curtain or a rug. <laughs> at some of our new uh, upcoming merch. We're working on a deal. This is real. On a deal right this now for a toilet cover. <laughs> this is all real. And. <laughs> Yeah, this is like no, like honestly, no joke at all. Like, I'm. This is happening. We are working on these. We things. are working on. They're these. coming for you. Yeah. Some of them and look great. To make the a- shower curtain with us riding the sandworm actually looks fantastic. I'm just it gonna put really it up. Good. I'm just gonna put it up in my house one day. <laughs> I'm gonna do it in my house too. Yeah. Can't tell Kate. No. I'm just gonna put it up without her knowing. Yeah, exactly. And she's gonna go walk in. And she's like, what the fuck? I think it's great. Oh, it's beautiful. So that 
that dude with the mask, he sounds like that forsaken dude from Eye of the World to me. But that doesn't make any sense because he's dead. Unless he's not. I mean, we don't really know how this world really works. We don't know. He's probably not considering there's only 12 or 13 of them or something like that. But also, at the same time, that is a bunch. It's easy to maybe knock one out at the beginning. But what even is what even does Forsaken mean? Also, it could just be any of the other Forsaken, because I'm sure they're all the same. They're all just probably evil. Pretty much. They're just evil one, evil one, evil two. I mean, a few of them are going to have some different characteristics. 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 Uh, so that they can be a little bit more main characters, like Lanfear. Yep. Um, that leads me into my second point. Is this woman that's looking at Rand Leandrin or Lanfear? I think Lanfear. I was thinking Lanfear as well. It just makes more sense because that's her. That's her whole deal. She has to like watch him while he sleeps, isn't yeah. it? Is it? Like is it a woman? It's thing. for sure a woman. Lanfear is definitely a woman. No, the eyes. Yeah. The eyes. The, the eye, eyes, the eyes that Rand sees, that are following him. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if those eyes are a woman's. Maybe they are a wolf's. Because Lanfear, a wolf's Lanfear eyes. could be that ghost lady. That's uh, that ghost lady that's following Nuno around that he's not having fun with. Yeah, it could be ghost lady. What's that name of that wolf guy? E- Elijah. Uh. Fuck. Um, you Eli. Uh, a, a Engelbert. Uh, El, you know what? I think Engelbert's the closest we got. So let's run with it. Engelbert, the Wolf Man. He's coming back, right? Wolfpack in full effect. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. Now I we'll we'll see how we'll see how this goes when this with this episode airs. I don't know what news we'll know about the show by this time, but I heard a rumor. That Mark Hamill is in Prague, or in one of the places where they're shooting the Wheel of Time show right now, mm. and somebody was commenting on it that he was Wolfman, and I was like, Elias, Elias, that's it, that's it, yeah. Somebody was like, Oh wow, what if Mark Hamill is Elias? They just age him up a bunch. I always imagine that character to be sort of indigenous. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good point. But I don't know. You can get um. Who played uh? Uh, he was in Westworld season two. Um. He's in a bunch of things and he's really really good, but he played the um, uh, the Native American guy who comes mm. he comes to realize that he's a machine through the fact that his wife comes back alive. Yep. 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 I don't know who that actor yeah. is. Yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I think his Mark Hamill. character's name is like Kichite or something. It'd be like tough because I'm all for Mark Hamill making an appearance in the Wheel of Time, but I don't know if I would be okay with him being Elias. You know who he Engelbert. reminds me more of? Who he he Ingtar. reminds me. He reminds me more of Lord Agelmar. Yeah, Agelmar. He'd be a good Agelmar. Yeah, I think he could maybe you know? pull off a Forsaken too if he just like phoned it in entirely and did like his crazy <laughs> like the Joker. Like you know how he does the voice of the Joker in the '90s Batman, but you don't see his face when he's going like, "Ooh, Batman!" Oh. But if you see him <laughs> actually portraying this, 
and I think that if you apply all that and 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 get him to play it as evil as he possibly can, you have great makings for just like an insane Forsaken character. Yeah, he'd be a great Forsaken. He he's underutilized as a villain because of the whole Luke Skywalker thing that's attached to him, but he is a fucking great villain. He, he really is. is like he he really really is. So that's a good. That is a good fan cast. I can't say it's like official or anything like that. It just seems like it was a rumor, or maybe he's just in Prague or Czech. Czech maybe Czech, shopping or Czech. Maybe he's shopping, just you know? hanging around. Yeah, I don't know. You know, they they've got uh, restrictions that he enjoys. Um, yeah, and then after that dream, Egwene uh, wakes up. She goes tells that Ice die lady again. Don't remember her name, and she's like, "I need to see Moraine. I can't find Moraine anywhere." And she's like, "Moraine." She's been gone for like, for like three, four days. Like two, like Maureen. she's been gone for a while. Maureen? She asked for you, but you you were asleep. Yeah, you were sleeping. <laughs> that was like on what? Uh, Wednesday? Yeah, it's Sunday. Now. Yeah, it's something Sunday. like that. Yep. <laughs> You've been asleep for a while. Are you tired? <laughs> yeah, you probably are tired. When you oversleep, you get more tired. Uh, and so yeah, Moraine is gone, and uh, apparently Leandrin went right after her. So Moraine went to go do something, and Leandrin is also going to do something. Something. <laughs> um, what do you think that something is? Well, Moraine's going to do something. Leandrin is going to follow Moraine. I think. But why do you think Moraine left? Like, do you think she thinks that Rand? Moraine's be... got her hands in a lot of pies. I don't know. She could be doing a lot of things. Where is Lan right now? I... Uh, he's, he's, he's fielding naive right now. You know, she's going through a lot of things. Uh, she's got powers coming out. Uh, she says something on fire, you yep. know, one of those nights. Yep. 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 The jiffy pop. Left a jiffy pop on the stove for too long. Yeah. Uh, actually it's their anniversary and, uh, he <laughs> has a podcast has to a, record. Podcasting. <laughs> things did not go well. Uh, Kate, I'm so sorry. I love you. Yep. I, this is my job. Yep. Isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I I think Moraine probably left because I think she probably senses that Rand is in danger. I think we're going to see an action beat soon. We're almost like 300 pages in. or to, oh, We're over 200 pages in. So we need an action beat. Hasn't really been any. But yeah, well, there's that beginning bit. There's has the been beginning. a little, but soon I think we... You're right. I think we'll, we'll see uh, some... I think... This big army, this big troop with Ingtar is going to not be very big for very long. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Rand is going to be in charge of a lot of people. See, I don't <laughs> think so. Soon. I don't think he'll be in charge of that many because I think that not that many are going to make it out alive. Yeah. Yeah. With whatever happens. He's like, thank God. He's like, thank God oh, we man. had like 30 here. Only and now uh, we have five, and that's way more yeah. manageable. Only Matt Perrin and two other guys survive, so I can do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We got the sniffer. Hey, we're good. We got sniffer. Yeah, we got, we got the sniffer. <laughs> He's just like, huh? What? What? Huh? What? No, I'm not paranoid. Why would I be paranoid? Off. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried. I'm a sniffer. I'll sniff it out. What do you got? What? What? <laughs> Oh, that hurt. That hurt me. That was so Careful, funny. Take care of yourself. Um, hey, man, I got a Fitbit. Nice. He's keeping fit. That should help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you just put that on, and I think you'll lose. start losing weight. 
think it was healthier. Yeah, that's how it works, it right? Like some I- on box. Ions, right? There's ions in it. I don't know what those <laughs> yeah. are. It was weird, though, because it, it, I, uh, it, it asked me to put in every bit of my own personal information. <laughs> I don't even know that much about myself. <laughs> Your uh, social insurance number, <laughs> banking info. Tell me the time. That's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Wow. Future. Um, my last little thing that I want to talk about here is uh, the Aes Sedai, Moraine, Egwene, Naive, everybody. I don't know how big of this tro- this whole troop is, but it seems like there's a lot. When they get to this town called Nido, they, Robin jo- Robert Jordan has a line where he says, the town is basically bursting from the seams because it's just a small town. And then this whole troop comes in and it basically like doubles, doubles the population population of the town. Yeah. And what do you think, what do you think they do in this situation where like, okay, we've got like 80 people with us and we're going to camp at this town. Do we send scouts ahead of us to let them know like, Hey, we're going to camp out here. Or do they just show up? No, they just show up. Like, Hey, these guys are kind (laughs) of, yeah, kind of buttholes about it. They just show up. Yeah, uh, at least they're like the good guys, quote unquote. Quote you know? unquote. Like they, like I don't think they're coming there to like start fights or get too drunk or anything like that. I bet the towns are Some probably enjoying it. I bet the town enjoys it to a point where they're like, "Hey, our inn's going to be full." You know, some money that way, mm-hmm. and then uh, I hope I hope somebody brings some. I hope somebody brings a loot. You know, haven't had a. We haven't had a good sing along. Unfortunately, though. most of the time you don't Hot want wild. the guy who busts out the loot at the party and starts playing Wonderwall because that's kind of a nobody wants that. I knew this guy in high school and he brought his acoustic guitar everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He was a nice I knew, I knew that he guy. He was a too. nice guy. We all know this guy. What it comes down to is we all know this guy. But um all I'm saying is that we need to give that guy and guys like him work again. We're in the pandemic. He needs to cry while his guitar gently weeps. Yeah, if you want to do right? it on our podcast, just contact us. We can talk about it. Chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com. We'll put your music on here. We won't pay you for it, but we'll put your music on here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's everything I have today, man. Unless you have a couple more thoughts you want to talk about. No, that is it. I am sure you all have busy Tuesdays ahead of you because we sure do. And we got to get baking that bread and making that cheese so i have a relationship to fix so let's get going (laughs) Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow as always for chapter 13 from stone to stone At this point in the show, I want to show our support for our Big Cheese Daddy for taking part in our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon executive producer tier. If you would like to become a Gouda Grandmaster, head on over to the Patreon. You can find it in our uh, episode notes in the description and join the ranks of the elite.